Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Defy the Odds. We took a week off for the winter holidays, but we are back and we are wrapping up the end of 2023 with one final episode. I'm so excited for the conversation that we're going to have today. This is something that I personally have been experiencing over the past week or 10 days, and I have a feeling that many of you have been experiencing it as well. But before we get into that, those of you who are watching on YouTube, you can see I am not in my apartment in Chicago right now. I am actually at a friend's house in Oklahoma, and there's a whole backstory about this house and the meaning that it has for me that I want to share with you. And it actually ties perfectly into the conversation that I wanted us to have today. So let's get into this. So I am in Oklahoma and this house is actually where I spent the very beginning first few weeks of COVID in March of 2020. When we knew that the world was shutting down, I decided to come to Oklahoma and spend some time with my friend in this house. And at that time, I did not have a business. I mean, I was working as a virtual assistant and I had a few clients that way, but I didn't have a coaching business. And I remember during that time, I said, I want to offer a group program. I want to teach people human design. And I didn't know how it was going to go. I remember feeling so terrified. I think I was charging, I think it was $333. And that was like for a four, five, six week program. And I was like, I'm going to do a Facebook live. I'm going to teach people about human design and it's going to be incredible. And I just remember feeling so nervous, but so excited And all of this happened in this house where I am right now. And I remember hosting that Facebook Live. I remember within an hour, two people had jumped in to my human design program and I was freaking out. I was literally jumping up and down. I was so excited. I was like, I just made like $600 in an hour when less than six months prior, I was working in retail making $13 an hour. How did I go from $13 an hour to $600 an hour doing something that I absolutely love and couldn't stop talking about, right, with human design? And I felt like I had, like, cracked a code. I felt like, okay, I could do this. I could make human design a business. And I didn't know how it was going to happen. But that moment leading that workshop, that Facebook Live, running that program, selling those few spots was the was the little jolt that I needed to realize that this was possible and that I had actually been giving my power away to my fear. I had been so afraid that it wasn't going to work. I'd been so afraid about what would happen if I tried it and it didn't work. I'd been so afraid that I would be disappointed that I wasn't even willing to jump in and try it until I did and it worked and I blew my own mind. And then six months later in September is when I actually fully decided to go all in on my business. But now that I'm back here in this house, I'm reliving those memories and I am 
recognizing how much I have grown in the last almost four years now, which is also such a crazy realization. But if I hadn't been that version of myself, if I hadn't had the courage, if I hadn't had the belief, if I hadn't been willing to try it, even though I was terrified, I wouldn't be where I am today. I wouldn't have a beautiful apartment in a high-rise building in Chicago. I wouldn't have a multi-six-figure business. I wouldn't have clients all over the world. I wouldn't have the life I have today if it wasn't for that version of myself a few years ago who had a dream, who wanted more for herself, who knew that she could make it happen, but she didn't know how. She was going to figure it out. And she took one step at a time and made it happen. I'm shaking my head because I'm almost in disbelief, but I do believe it because I lived it, you know? So that's the first piece I wanted to share with you today. The second piece is this idea that I have been thinking about for the past week or so through my own self-reflection and noticing how often I shrink myself down to try to fit into spaces that are too small for me. I talked to some of my clients about this yesterday in one of our mastermind calls and every single person on that call resonated with this as well. So I wanted to bring it forward on the podcast because I know there's so many of you who will likely resonate with this as well. Where are you shrinking yourself down and making yourself smaller to fit into spaces that are too small for you? People do this in their business all the time. We don't raise our prices. We only charge $1,000 a month, $100 an hour, whatever, right? We, we only charge X amount because we think that's what other people need us to charge to feel comfortable with it. We think that's the only number that other people can afford. And so we shrink ourselves down to fit into this box that is actually too small for us. We're actually meant to charge so much more. The number that would light our souls on fire is actually double what we're charging. I see clients do this all the time with their, their business model, with the offers that they have. They think I have to create offers like this. I can only sell offers like this. I can only have these types of offers. And you shrink yourself down to fit into this perceived idea you have about how a business is supposed to look or about how a business can only work when actually what you are here to do is so much bigger. We do this in relationships. We do this in friendships. We do this with where we choose to live. When I was living in Austin, Texas, I felt constricted. I felt suffocated. I felt completely unfulfilled and like I wasn't fully alive. And it was a strange feeling because almost every single person I encountered would tell me how much they loved the city. I mean, 
everyone from California was moving to Austin because they thought it was the greatest city in the world. But I didn't feel that way. I felt like it was too small for me. I felt like it wasn't lighting me up. And the longer that I stayed there, the less alive I felt, the smaller I felt, the less bright my energy energy shone, shined, <laughs> shone. It wasn't until I trusted myself to go bigger, to pack up my life and move across the country just because I wanted to, to a city where I knew no one, I had no friends, no connections, and start over. And when I tell you that this past year, living in Chicago is the happiest that I've ever been, the most fulfilled I've ever been, the most alive I've ever felt. It's because I'm in a space now that fits. I'm no longer making myself smaller. I'm no longer settling for something that doesn't quite fit. I'm no longer saying this is good enough. Everyone else seems happy with it, so I should be too. I'm actually noticing what feels good and what doesn't. And I'm moving toward the things that feel good and away from the things that don't. From a human design perspective, the simplest way to do this is by looking at your signature and your not-self theme. Manifestors, anger and peace, gens and many gens, frustration and satisfaction, projectors, bitterness and success, and reflectors, disappointment and surprise. Anytime you are feeling your not-self, that is like your check engine light has come on in your car. Something is not right. You need to stop. You need to pull over. You need to open the hood. You need to look around and see what's going on. If you continue to ignore it, things will happen. <laughs> you will become burnt out. You will become depressed. You will develop anxiety. You will be unhappy. And our signature is showing ex exactly what we want. It is the, the North Star. Move toward that feeling. What makes you feel at peace? What gives you a sense of freedom? What makes you feel so deeply satisfied? What turns you on? What makes you feel successful? Go towards that. When we're in these situations, whether it's in our business or our relationships or our living situations where we're, we're settling for spaces that are too small, it often amplifies that not-self feeling. I can see this pattern in my own life so many times where I was shrinking myself down, where I felt claustrophobic. I felt restricted. I felt held back when I was working as a therapist at a nonprofit agency where I was making $31,000 a year after earning a master's degree from Columbia University, where I was in relationships with people where our values did not align and I was trying to force it to work, where I was living in places that didn't light me up. 
And I felt so bitter and so resentful. And I had no one else to blame but myself. Being away from my life in Chicago for these past two weeks. I've been traveling. I've been in Oklahoma. I've been in Austin, Texas. I've been in Dallas, Texas. Seeing old friends, seeing old partners, seeing my family. A lot of these old patterns have come up. And I found myself shrinking myself down, trying to fit in. And my job is to remind myself how big I'm supposed to be, what my soul is actually here to do. And know that it, do it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything bad. There's no judgment. There's no hard feelings. But that life, the small spaces, the old hometowns, the old business model, whatever it is that you found yourself shrinking for, that's not for you. And that's okay. It might be for somebody else. But your life is so much bigger. You are here for so much more. And when you begin recognizing that and allowing yourself to have that and moving toward that, that's when things begin to change. That's when you make the money. That's when you attract the clients. That's when you feel more energized. That's when you feel more fulfilled. That's when you start seeing the results that you've been dreaming of. But in order for that to happen, you have to stop shrinking. You have to stop letting yourself stay in spaces that are too small. And you have to find the courage to go for the things that you want. So spend some time before the new year reflecting on this. Where have you been shrinking down? Where do you need to go bigger? Where do you need to set boundaries? Where do you need to trust yourself? Where do you need to take a leap of faith and say, I don't know how this is going to work, but I'm going to do it. Every single entrepreneur has felt that way when they start their business. And if you did it once, you can do it again. You will figure it out. You are smart. You are capable. I believe in you. And I want you to believe in yourself too. Because we are here to defy the odds. We are here to defy the odds. Which means most people aren't doing this. Most people are comfortable in those small spaces. So it's okay if you feel scared. It's okay if you feel alone. It's okay if you feel like nobody gets it or nobody supports you. This community here, we get it. We support you. We are doing the same thing. So come walk beside us. I have a feeling 2024 is going to be our biggest and our best year yet. I'm about to blow it up. I'm about to go even bigger, and I hope you are too. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on Instagram and tag me so that I can give you a virtual hug and a thank you. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your 2023, and I will see you next year.